Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Both hailing from parts unknown at a combined weight of 501 pounds. They are the Morning Rush Hour World Tag Team Champions. They have no fear, no back down, just a couple of gutsy guys. No one will take those MRH World Tag Titles from these men. It's Taz, it's the Moose, illustrious champions, right here every day on CBS Sports Radio. You know it's every day, Moose and Taz be paving the way. Talking about every sport, you know that they never missing a play. From the NBA to the NFL, the college games. They always bring in the knowledge, nobody ever can try to go stop it. Only be talking the truth, only be talking the truth, hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Taz and the Moose with you right here on this Monday morning. CBS Sports Radio coming to you live from the Rocky Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios. Home is so much more than a house. It's the home of your dreams. And for 30 years, they've been making it better. Rocky Mortgage. Push button. Get mortgage. Mike Pete across the way. Heller, your updates for 9 a.m. Eastern time. We go um, as we kick off this hour with what was a pretty eventful weekend for the New England Patriots. No, not their game against the Jets, which they pretty much took care of business. They did not cover after they got sloppy special teams defensive touchdown by Gank Green, or two defensive scores, I should say. But um, aside from that, uh, as they win that game and had full command of that game, uh, as there's issues in New York with the Jets and for Adam Gaze with their third-string quarterback, but... For New England, they get rid of and and cut Antonio Brown and get rid of the embattled wide receiver, playing off the tremendous piece by Robert Klemko in Sports Illustrated last week. Um, uh, You know, a full investigative report into the background of Antonio Brown and some of the antics and stories surrounding him. Uh, Kraft and Belichick make the decision to get rid of Antonio Brown, and then Brown goes on a Twitter tirade yesterday uh, in which he uh, calls out Kraft, uh, calls out Ben Roethlisberger, um, you know, just two that he called out yesterday. Um, Shannon in a Twitter Sharp, star, Shannon Sharpie, and another one in a Twitter storm, basically pointing to their sexual assault allegations. Um, or in Kraft, uh, the fact of uh, him in a strip mall uh, soliciting sex. Um, as we talked about last year, before the AFC Championship game out in Kansas City, uh, down in FLA, and the embarrassing saga that that was for Kraft, um, and the investigation, the criminal investigation that ensued. So, um, and then pointed out the fact of of wanting to get the money that he was due, the nine million dollars signing bonus uh, that he got, or nine million dollars guaranteed when he signed that contract with the New England Patriots. So. Uh, the tweets were up. He went on this Twitter storm. Then the tweets were taken down. But for the New England Patriots, uh, the drama just persisted. Uh, yeah, it's this whole thing is just it's just been I never never I've never seen anything like this. Not just in sports, in mainstream sports and pro wrestling. I, I've never seen like this thing has been. 
uh, it's almost like someone should do a documentary, a movie on this thing, like about Antonio Brown and this whole saga from since uh, last year with leaving the Steelers and whatnot, segueing into everything with the Raiders, the Patriots, and how this thing just crumbled. And he is just, uh, he really has to figure out what's going on. I hope the guy's okay, to be honest with you. I mean, I don't know what the deal is. There's just, so he, you know, Look, he's used, used social media a good amount early on to help get help get himself out there and get better deals. And of course, he's got a great agent. But and we we talked about how athletes use social media the right way. This guy also has made some major problems that hurt him because of social media. And he's so just out there and all these issues and these allegations and you know him not chilling out and and just staying low and just let things work out. And he's claiming he's innocent and all that and. And no one's saying he's guilty. I mean, I don't, I don't I haven't heard anyone, heard anyone say the guy's guilty yet until there's, there's proof. But look, the Pats, you know, they, they cut him loose, and they just they don't, you know, once he went back at the, the young lady and 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 talked about her children and 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 was kind of aggressive towards her on the Twitter and stuff like that. And well, text on Instagram. Text. I'm sorry, text. text I'm saying Twitter. You're right. Text. Thank you. And yeah, that that I guess was the final blow. And. I read somewhere, I heard it somewhere, because as you know, Moose, there's been so much con- you know, content about this whole weekend, about the Antonio Brown stuff. Kraft, didn't Kraft say somewhere that he's kind of, like, Antonio Brown kind of rubbed him the wrong way anyway, like he wasn't crazy about him. Like, I don't think he was crazy about the signing. I'm, I'm paraphrasing the whole story. Like, I don't think, I don't think that, it didn't seem like Kraft really wanted him there anyway. That's yeah, kind of the vibe Kraft's putting out there. Right, you can throw the punchline in there if you like uh, well, I as know, well. So, I know, yeah, uh, yeah I, I did. Uh, I did see that story as well. Uh, but he agreed to the signing nonetheless. Right. True, I true. mean, so uh, you know, it's got to pass his uh, desk and get his approval as the Patriots owner. <laughs> uh, he and his son uh, before Bill Belichick's going to bring in a guy that's been as divisive as Antonio Brown. Uh, I, I, a couple of things hit me in terms of Brown, who said he's done with the National Football League, um, and we'll see where this suit does go in terms of Antonio Brown trying to collect the $9 million guaranteed that he thought he was getting from the Patriots. But, I mean, there's also a personal conduct clause in that and everything like that. I mean, you now when Antonio Brown is sending a, you know intimidating text to the artist that was the one of the one of the one of the subjects in that piece by Sports Illustrated in pictures of our children. I mean, that, I mean, there's, there's no way to define it. I mean, that is, that is crossing the line. I mean, that, that's really what it comes down to. And the Patriots had had enough. Belichick, I think you, you started to hear it toward the end of last week, had enough. Uh, when he cut it down, he got interviewed yesterday by Dana Jacobson before the game. You know, gave her a death stare when he asked the question, which is completely uncalled for if you're Bill Belichick. Well, I mean, Dana Jacobson is just doing her job and asking the question that needs to be asked at that point in time. She's doing her job as a reporter, and for him to then stare her down and try to intimidate her uh, by asking that question, like, how dare you? Well, shame on you. You're the one that opened yourself up to this conversation. You're the one that opened yourself up to these questions because you decided to bring the player in. Right. I agree with you. And and what he did with Dana Jacobson was was really wrong. And he's been around a long time. He's been Belichick has been interviewed for years, radio, TV, for, for decades, right? Okay, we, we all know that. He knows how this works. He knows when someone – this is not a press conference – this is not you at a podium. It's not a presser. This is not a guy or girl who works for a publication that's asking you questions on their own. This is a woman, okay, a TV interview personality, on-camera announcer, 
who's getting someone in her... For those of you that don't know how this works, because a lot of people might not notice, <laughs> she is getting asked... She's being... They're telling her, the truck, the TV truck is telling her, hey, ask this question. She's not coming up this on her own. Oh, I don't think that. I think that. I, yeah, I, think I, that. I, don't, I don't... I think she's coming up... I mean, there might be a producer and they have conversations. She's not being fed questions. I think she's... I think a lot of... Uh, most TV, from what I understand, I've, I've done it, and... <laughs> You you get fed questions when you're interviewing someone, um, but I, I, look, we're never, to your point, maybe, yeah. maybe you're right. I mean, it's tough. tough I mean, Dana's done CBS hands. News. She's done. She did the morning show here. I, I I mean, she might have a producer where they go over questions that she's going to ask or thinking about, and and Bob, but she, I, she's not getting, she's not being told in her ear what to ask him. Right. Uh, she's right. not. That's uh, no. I, I, don't, I, don't, I think she was. But whatever. I, listen, we could agree to disagree. That's fine. I'm not going to get into big debate. We over. To be honest with you. Yeah, that's but, fine. But you know what? I, I agree with you in regards to, um, you know, who the hell are you, Bill Belichick, to stare this woman down? Matter if it's a man or a woman, because you make a great point, Moose. He opened himself up for this. You, you took this guy on your team. You knew the baggage that came along with it. So and now because this person's doing her job. <laughs> yeah, and that's her job. She yeah. did the right. She asked the right question. Yeah, she did, <laughs> and she wasn't disrespectful. And then you give her a look like you want to get into, you know, you want to scream at her or yell at her or you know whatever. It was very immature and 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 very unprofessional by Bill Belichick. Oh, I totally agree. I mean, I don't disagree in in that essence in any way, shape, or form. And and that's where Belichick looks very very poor. He looked poor last week trying to answer those answer those questions as well. Um, when other guys in a position like that, you heard Aaron Boone addressing it when talking about Domingo Herman with the Yankees last week, and and other managers and coaches have been put in that spot when dealing with uh, you know assault cases or assault allegations or domestic violence and the like. And you know Belichick, uh, you know, showed just you know really what he is, and it can't just be all about football when it can be so much more than just football. Um, when you look at the players that are representing your franchise. And you brought him in for Brown here, uh, Taz. Uh, you know, I know Drew Rosenhaus came out and said basically that uh, that there are a couple teams, but uh, that have shown interest, but they want to see how the legal case or the civil case does play out, how the investigation with the National Football League does play out. I, you know, and th- that was before he called out his retirement, which I think is complete and utter nonsense. If if the New Orleans Saints came calling today and said, we'll give you this contract, I mean, Antonio Brown would be there lickety-split. If any other team in the NFL came calling, I mean, it's a case of him saying, I'm done with the NFL, because the NFL right now is done with Antonio Brown. I mean, that's that's really what it comes down to. So it's easy to hop on Twitter and say, I'm done. I'm washing my hands. I'm, I'm all done. I'm all done. Well, when nobody wants to sign you, it's easy to say you're done with the NFL because you have nobody's looking to sign you at this stage because you are you are a catastrophic disaster. Yeah, he's that. That's Antonio Brown. Uh, he is unfortunately for him. I mean, he is. Um, yeah, as far as Rosenhaus saying there are a couple teams interested, they want to see how it plays out. I, I don't believe him. I don't believe Drew Rosenhaus at all. Um, I think he's trying to create. Uh, some kind of buzz again for Antonio Brown, just to kind of keep people warm on him, meaning ownerships, uh, owners owners of, of teams. Um, I don't believe him. My gut, I just go by gut. No one tells me that. I don't have any sources or none of that stuff. I just go by my feelings. And I, I just, when I heard him say that and put out there that, well, there's a couple teams that are warm on Antonio and want to see how this thing plays out. I'm thinking, brother, you working, everybody. You lying. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's what I thought when he, when he said that. But, you know, who knows? I mean, maybe Antonio Brown, to your point, maybe, 
him saying, I'm done with the NFL, yeah, you're probably right. It's probably like, look, he knows he knows the NFL's done with him. He knows nobody's going to take a shot at him right now, and they're not. I mean, I know, you know, a lot of people joke around about the XFL and stuff like that. Well, I mean, you never know. I mean, that could happen. And, you know, you mentioned a while ago here, Moose, while you and I were talking about the XFL, um, the new XFL that's coming, and that they need a star or like or a couple of stars. Now, I could tell you, and maybe this isn't the topic we're going to get into, but I'll just say it just so you know, people who get my opinion on this because I've worked with Vince and under Vince for so many years, McMahon that is, he will not put up with this. Like he will not like you, like I'm talking about like any of this ridiculous stuff that Antonio Brown does. Like, dude, he'll be like gone. Like Vince right. don't play. Yeah. But if Antonio Brown, maybe the stuff that's going on with these allegations, maybe things settle down or whatever, who knows what happens, and it comes out that he is innocent or hypothetics and the civil lawsuit goes away and what happens or whatever, and then maybe time away from the game, he humbles a little bit, and then I'm putting a cart ahead of the horse here, and maybe he goes and plays for an XFL team. Could you imagine if he, he has to come to Jesus with himself and he gets some maturity, how what, this guy could be in a hood ornament for, for the XFL. He could be. Uh, I yeah. don't think he'd want to do that, but I'm just saying. No, no, it's a good conversation. You're, you're right. I mean, he, he could be. I, I think he's so toxic, though. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I have a hard time thinking. The only thing is, you're launching that league, you're bringing it back, you want it to be successful. Yeah, you need stars, but do you need this star? Uh, I think Vince does need this star. I, my opinion, I think he does because he's so damn good. Here's the thing, though, Moose. There's a lot, right? With this a like, guy that's texting a woman, uh, well, well, that's trying what, to intimidate but, no, no, her, sending pictures of the kids. I, I, no, I understand. I'm just saying that's why. If things were, if he would have, I'm saying in a perfect world, rainbows and butterflies here, right. right? Let's pretend world, right? For sure, Antonio and people change. People, people have an epiphany, and 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 a light goes off, and 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 people become born again, no matter if it's a religious or not. And they find themselves, and they say, you know what? I've made a lot of mistakes. It's time for me to look in the mirror and have some accountability. Maybe that happens with Antonio. Maybe that happens, and then and it takes a year or whatever or six months, whatever it is, and he finds himself. And next thing you know, he finds himself. Like, it could be crazy, but trust me, the longer he's out of the NFL and the closer XFL debut comes, the more people then will talk about Antonio Brown. I'm just doing it first. Yeah. So, <laughs> no, I got gotcha. you. It's going to happen. Maybe going to happen, I should say. But if he doesn't clean up all of this mess and if he keeps to your point being the being the way he is no Vince won't touch him well I would like he will to your point I, he, well he I guess I would look at it as I mean he's done so much damage how exactly you know can he clean it up it's not like he had uh, a fight with a teammate or anything like that all of his behavior away from the football field and what he has shown him to be as a true person looking down on people intimidating someone he did not pay uh, for a, an art piece of artwork that she paid, right? The civil lawsuit and the sexual assault, all right? Her story of him walking behind her. I mean, I would not, I've got to be honest with you, I would never want Antonio Brown, to re- if I was, a, you know, an NFL owner, or football, I would never want Antonio Brown to represent my franchise. Right, no, I, 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 me, mean, me that, I I don't know, I guess um, I'm looking at a path, Taz, where how do you, besides the talent of the player, and he's a really good player, I don't, I don't disagree with you, I don't know how he cleans all of this up. I, I don't know how you 
you know, he does a, you know, an interview with Josina Anderson on ESPN or does an interview with somebody on the NFL Network. I mean, how exactly does he clean this all up and say, I'm sorry for my behavior in the past? Is that enough to then for a team to reinvest in Antonio Brown and believe exactly what you're saying? Or is it a case of he's a desperate man looking to make the money and he's willing to do anything he can to do to try and sell you something that might not indeed be true? Because then wouldn't you believe that when he got paid, that kind of behavior would come back again? I mean, I would I would have a hard time ever investing in Antonio Brown and believing that that he would – and. From an XFL perspective, it is such a gamble. He's coming back into this league. The AAF failed. You would trust Antonio Brown at some point a year from now, a year and a half from now, that he's not going to implode and bring negative attention to the league? I, I this, There's a lot to unpack there, what you just said. And, and and a lot of it are very valid points. But, I mean, and it's – it's how do you clean up? How do you – I mean, yeah, I mean – I I, I would guess that if maybe uh, one or the civil law, the lawsuit goes away where the person's like, you know, maybe it comes. This happens all the time. People have, they try to sue someone, and then it comes out that, well, there wasn't enough proof or this or that or truth or there was a relationship. It was a bad breakup. I know about the text messages. Don't get me wrong. I know that. I'm saying people get second and third chances in life, um, and people do change no matter how old they are. People make mistakes, and people, you know, through the right counseling and help at times can change and do change. Maybe that's, I, I don't think as a, as, as a human, we could just give up on Antonio Brown. I, I'm, I'm saying maybe if things work out where somebody, some things, I don't go away is the wrong word, but uh, the truth comes out. Maybe, maybe, maybe Antonio Brown's not as guilty as people think, but with some of these allegations, well, maybe if I, hypothetically, if, I, if, I've you know? taken, if I've taken, Vince McMahon, how much money has he taken of his own money? Five hundred million. Oh yeah, something. I think even more than that. So I can't if, remember the number. I, or something if, like that. Okay, for uh, you know, for you know, for in a you know perfect world or just kind of you know sunshine and rainbows, I take five hundred of my million dollars, right? I, I'm I'm a, I'm a billionaire, and I'm starting a league, and I know, and I want to make my league right, and I've talked about having the right guys and nobody in trouble with the law and everything like that. One of the guys that I'm going to bring in is a guy that's had numerous, numerous companies drop him for his behavior because they want no part of him. That the NFL has washed their hands of him because basically they've had enough. Who can't get out of his own way? I have a hard time looking at him and saying that I'm looking to take that kind of a gamble initially and bringing him into the XFL. I mean, I that's why I don't think he's coming back to the NFL I anytime you. soon. Are you putting me in a position to be an advocate for Antonio Brown? And I'm not. No, no, I'm not. I'm not I'm, putting I'm, you in a position I want, because I have to say this: there, there's still nothing criminal on him. No, he's a civil law. It has not. It has nothing to do with the criminal behavior. Right. I'm. What's the selling? Nobody wants to be a part of Antonio Brown. I know. I agree with you. You've had companies drop him left and right. He's no longer a selling point. Right, right, right. Well, no, yeah, he's getting the rep of being a bad guy, for he, sure. No. Well, he is a bad guy. Right, right. I mean, right. I, I, you know, regardless of what happens with this civil lawsuit, I, I, I don't look at Antonio Brown as all well, of a sudden. Well, you're right. The text messages, yeah. I, just, I don't look at Antonio yeah. Brown as all of a sudden being a guy that's been misrepresented. Right, Or people right. are taking things out of context. I mean, I look at him as being a bad guy. I would have a hard time looking at him, Taz, and saying, I want that guy to be a part of my team. And put the XFL out of the equation. If I'm a National Football League team, I'm looking at him and saying, I want no part of Antonio Brown. Right. What the hell do I need this headache for? I can find a but way see, to win. Vince might need the headache. I don't mean headache. Vince, Vince needs star power. Where these NFL owners, they have a lot of stars. And they've been to this dance before, and Antonio's been to this dance before. That's all the reason why I'm but bringing up I, XFL. Uh, but I, and I, he's going to be motivated, Antonio Brown, to stick it. 
to to the to, to the NFL. No, motivated. I I, you know? I understand that. I understand. But when he would then be looking at as a stepping point to get to the National Football League, and you're going to be selling the league, right? He's looking at Vince is looking to do it the Correct. right way. Yes, yes. Doing yes. it the right way is bringing a character in like Antonio Brown, oh. who is as bad of a guy as you could possibly imagine. If the guy rehabilitates himself, if the guy shows signs, I, I I'm just saying, and yeah. I know Vince believes in second chances. I know it. I've seen him doing wrestling a lot. And but mm-hmm. if he is, if, if it stays the way it is right now, and the guy doesn't, no, Vince won't touch him. I, I agree with you on that. Well, he won't. I mean, you would trust him. I, I'm not saying Vince would trust him. Vince has people at work from now. You don't trust. Oh God! I mean, it's it's yeah. business. You know. Yeah, I hear you. I yeah. hear you. I mean, it's an interesting story. But for Brown here, uh, he buried himself. We'll see where this uh, thing goes in terms of trying to collect the money from the New England Patriots. But as far as getting back into the NFL anytime soon. Uh, that's not what happened. The future of Antonio Brown, he says he's done with the XFL, with the NFL. We'll see if maybe the XFL's in his future. Hear from you at 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. Taz Moose on a Monday morning, CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. All right, CBS Sports Radio's toll-free line is brought to you by Geico. Great news. Quick way you could save money. Switch to Geico. Go to Geico.com and in 15 minutes you could save 15% or more on your car insurance. Uh football season. Well, it's back, and there's no sweeter way to celebrate than by adding Snickers and Skittles, the official candy sponsor of the NFL, to your game day spread. And Sunday, it's an NFL on CBS doubleheader with a full day of games, including the Bills defending their home turf against the Patriots, followed by the Vikings and Bears in the key NFC North battle. It all begins with our team previewing the day's games on the NFL today uh, at noon Eastern. Only on CBS. So good conversation there about Antonio Brown, his future potentially, maybe. Uh, down the line, XFL, we will see. He uh, said he is done with the National Football League. We'll find out if that is indeed the case way down the line. They're certainly done with him right now. 855-212-4CBS. Uh, if you want to chime in on that, we'll get to the Buffalo Bills, Taz's Bills, who were undefeated. Nice victory yesterday against the hard-hitting Cincinnati Bengals up there in Orchard Park. Heller's in the house. What's going on, Brad? What's going on, guys? Hey, Brad. How are you? Buddy? Hey. How you doing, buddy? Good. Right. You know, I, it's hot and humid. It's supposed to be hot and humid outside here today. Yeah, it's crazy. So, but then I get, then I get in here. Indian summer? They call it Indian summer, right? Because it's fall? Yeah, first day of fall first today. Fall. Oh, t- first day of fall. So today I'm wearing is. short sleeves, as, yeah. as you would on a hot summer day, and then sure. I walk into this... The ice box, and yes. I'm unprepared. It is it's chilly. Very cold in here. But it's the way you guys like temperature it. Temperature or no temperature, yes. it's the way it goes here. That's it's exactly the style right. here. You ice people uh, out. Cold-ass Jones, ice everyone out. Ice each other out, ice you out, ice Mike out, Pete, no matter who's around, we ice them out. No doubt. That's how it's done here. But welcome. <laughs> welcome welcome to the show. And <laughs> All uh, right, guys. good morning to you. Hey. Good morning, gentlemen. Yeah, good morning. And this report is sponsored by the National Association of Realtors. Realtors do more than buy and sell homes. They stand up. For your right to own one, too, that's what realtors do. We'll start with the Sunday night game in Cleveland. The Rams beat the Browns 20-13. to The Browns getting inside the Rams 5 with under a minute to go. Four straight pass plays. The last one, Baker Mayfield, was picked off in the end zone. Head coach Freddie Kitchens questioned his own play calling on that final drive. And also earlier in the fourth quarter, a draw play on fourth and nine in Rams territory. I was proud of the way the defense battled. Just kept battling, kept coming back. Offensively, um, it was tough going, 
and but those guys kept fighting, and that's the only thing you can ask for. I got to do a better job for them. The Browns are one and two. The Rams three and zero. Oh. Also three and zero. Oh, the Niners for the first time in twenty one years. For the one twenty nine to play, still in the huddle with 12, 11, 10. Now they break it and they run up on the ball, a lot like the Rams do. Five seconds on the play clock. Quick snap. Garoppolo throws end zone. It is caught by Dante Pettis. Greg Papa, Niners Radio. Niners beat the Steelers at home 24-20 despite committing five turnovers. Pittsburgh is 0-3. Also 3-0, the Chiefs, the Packers, Patriots, the Bills, and the Cowboys. Dallas got off to a slow start, but then a big second half against the Dolphins. At the Miami 19, in the gun. Elliott goes out in the pattern to the right, and he throws it down to the goal line. A perfect strike to Amari Cooper. Touchdown, Cooper. Brad Sham, Cowboys Radio. Second touchdown catch for Amari Cooper. Cowboys over the Dolphins, 31-6. Patrick Mahomes threw for 374, four touchdowns as the Chiefs top the Ravens. Patriots and Bills, by the way, will play each other next weekend. The Giants get their first win, Can't 32-31 over the Bucks. That'll be huge up in Buffalo. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm not excited about it because um, I think the buck stops with us with that that team. But that's all another story. Yeah, I just you brought that up and depressed me. I'm but sorry. That's fine, that's okay. <laughs> I've never seen a more depressed three and fan of a three and yeah, team than I you. Just, I, I don't want to. I don't want to lose to those guys, and and I, I don't like our chances. It's just because it, it's just you're beaten down by them, you know, for years. They just win. Yeah, yeah so that's all the Patriots rating, you know. So anyway, that's it. Well, the Giants, they win as they beat the Bucs. Daniel Jones, his first NFL start, two touchdown runs, two touchdown passes. He scored the go-ahead touchdown, fourth down, a seven-yard run with just over a minute to go. The Bucs missed a field goal at the end that would have won the game. The Saints getting two touchdown passes from Teddy Bridgewater. They beat the Seahawks in Seattle. Kyle Allen, four touchdown passes, filling in for Cam Newton. The Panthers also sacked Kyler Murray eight times as they beat the Cardinals in Arizona. Baseball, the Astros, they're AL West champs, third year in a row. They beat the Angels. George Springer, three home runs. Houston is a half-game lead on the Yankees for the best record. The Cardinals clinching a playoff berth as they finished off a sweep of the Cubs, 3-2. to two. St. Louis's lead is three games in the NL Central and the Brewers. Brewers and Nationals in a virtual tie for the two NL wildcard spots. The Cubs are four games behind as they have lost six in a row. The AL wildcard race, the A's, a two-game lead for the top spot. Rays and Indians are all even for the final spot with a week to go, guys. All right. Thank you, Brad. I'll chat with you next hour. Good stuff, man. Um, yeah. We mentioned uh, Brad brought up your Bills 3-0, and uh, Taz. you got to be happy. I, I am happy. I am happy. I am. I, I, you, know, I, you know how it is. If you're a fan of a team that could sometimes implode at any time, you know, you're a little you're cautiously optimistic, and that's kind of what, you know, when you're a Bills-Mets fan, that's kind of – your life. So, um, yeah, a 21-17 victory at home, which was nice. So, you know, we, we you know they beat the Bengals, which they kind of stink. But yet, the Bengals made an adjustment at halftime and came out and now played the Bills. You know, that's what got me nervous. And they put up, you know, they put up 17 points in the second half. And it was, you know, it, it was nerve-wracking. But they were able, the Bills were able to shut it down and win the game at the end of the day. But it wasn't easy-peasy. I thought it would be a simple little victory, a run through them, but that's not what happened. Uh, but but Josh Allen, you know, he played okay. He over 240 yards, 23 or 36. He did have one interception that was a bad interception, but otherwise he played okay. Yeah, I, I, let's see. Find a way to win the game. I know, uh, it I hasn't know. been the prettiest way to get yourself to 3-0. and The great comeback against the Jets. Struggled a little bit last week before, you know, kind of dropping the hammer on the Giants and then led this one early, dominating the first half, and then came back to beat the, the Cincinnati Bengals. So 
I, I mean, you know, but you're still 3-0 nonetheless. I, I mean, know. That's, I that's know. really what it comes down to. Now you take on the Patriots next week, and it's a battle of two 3-0 teams, and, you know, the, the place is going to be rocking. So uh, it's going to be a great atmosphere, and there's things to work on, but you'd rather, as we've say, said in the trade time and time again, you'd rather work on those things coming off a win than a bad loss, and you have to find a way to win that game. I talked about Friday, Taz, you know, how do teams handle success? The Bills were 2-0, and going back home, home opener, place rocking, celebrating, how they handle success. Yes, they didn't dominate Cincinnati. They did for a half, but they found the way to win the game nonetheless. Right. No, no, you're right. And look, so so the Pats come into town. They go up to Buffalo. They play, they play the, the Bills at home. That's a huge thing. That's because the Bills are real tough at home. And and the fan base is so rabid, and they're going to be so loud. You know, whenever whenever Brady's under center, but Brady's dealt with this a zillion times in his life, so it, it does. It's not going to phase him. You know, I mean, but I do think it's a plus to a degree because the Bills are home. Um, we'll see. I mean, we, we have all week to break down the game and get into what, what what might happen and stuff like that. But yeah, you're right. They're three and zero. I should be happy with that. But you know, I just uh, I worry. That's all. No, I get so. it. I get it. But that's being a fan I, I thought too. they would beat up on the Bengals more than they did. That's I my gotcha. point. I no, did. I got gotcha. you. I thought they were all well on their way. And the Bengals showed you yeah, a little too. gumption <laughs> in the, the second half, especially, yeah. you know, after Cincinnati got ran over the week previous at home right, uh, by right. Jimmy Garoppolo, Shanahan, and, and the San Francisco 49ers. But it's a win nonetheless. It wasn't the prettiest thing. They're not the best team in the AFC, right. but they are 3 0. And up next is the New England Patriots, and the Patriots had their way with the Jets yesterday. There's really nothing to break down about that game no, besides the ineptitude nothing. of Gaze and that offense. Um, and uh, it was kind of uh, uh, you, you thought it was going to be a bloodletting, and that's exactly what it got. But after the game, Tom Brady is hitting these Instagrams. Have you seen these videos no, that Brady is no posting? So no, no, we no, got no. the so the first week uh, he's posted them after the first couple of victories. Yesterday he gave you another addition from his backyard. Take a listen. Great win today, fellas. Philly, Josh, Jules flying around like usual. The big fellas up front. Sony and Rex getting in the end zone. And, of course, the defense balling again. Dad, what do you think? Three and oh. On the Buffalo. so good. I didn't know anything about this. It really is. His dad was there. His son was there wearing the 12 Tom Brady jersey. Then they show highlights from the game as well. Mix in the music, too. He, I mean, he doesn't look like he's in his early 40s. He looks like he's about 28, 29 years of age. Oh uh, but he's doing this thing on Instagram right after these uh, Patriot victories and uh, connecting. And on to Buffalo, go the Pats. I got to tell you, just hearing that, I haven't seen it. I'm not going to go to his Instagram and look oh, at it. Oh, it's great. But I'm going to tell you this right now. Just on hearing that from his family and him and them rubbing it in everyone's faces. How how dare they? I'll tell you this right now. <laughs> I hope. I would take the Bills win. I, I hope we win next week, and I don't care if we lose every game after that. I t- Next week's a Super Bowl for me. That, that Hearing that audio from Brady and his old man, okay, and his kid running around with the jersey, okay, and they own their millions of dollars and all happy sitting there eating pulled pork that they probably catered. And, and and mac and cheese, that's probably the best mac and cheese anyone's ever had. Brady doesn't eat mac and cheese. Come okay. on, Taz. You get my point. But so, yeah. Avocado. But maybe he's eating avocado spread avocado or whatever. ice cream. Spread and, listen. Very clean eater. Next week, Super Bowl. That's what this is. Philly Super Josh. Jules flying around like That's our touchdown favorite. That's it? That's a touchdown favorite. I mean, you're 3-0. and oh, I would hope. I mean. Where's the smart money? What, what do you do? I don't. I, just, I don't know where the. No. What, what, if you're, let's just let's pretend you're a betting man. Uh, the Patriots. There it is. That's it. All right. 
I, I feel you say that, and I and I agree. I mean, I, if I was a betting man, I, that's what I would do too. Yeah, I would probably. I would probably even though you're getting seven at home, the Bills get uh, seven at home. Yeah, I'd still probably take New England I, because here's the one thing about the the Pats defense is very very good. Ah, that's what I'm worried about. The Patriots defense is very good. They're smart. They're well coached. They're in the right position to be successful. I mean, it's. And listen, the Bills could prove me wrong, yeah. but I would I would probably take New England plus uh, minus the seven. Well, you know the other thing on this though, like so, like during this Bengals game yesterday, there were moments in the second half of the game, I, and I'm like, where they were making Andy Dalton, okay, uh, uh, look like he was the he was the next Tom Brady. I mean, it was like I'm like, what are we doing? Like, and I know the Bills have a really good defense, but you know there were moments in there. I mean, where Dalton looked really good. There were holes. Tom Brady is – I'm sorry, Bill Belichick right now as we're doing this show live, he's sitting in his office watching that Bills-Bengals game. Well, they were watching it probably last night. They pro- actually, they probably were. They were watching That's it last point. night as Brady was posting that video. The coaching staff was watching that video. But it doesn't – listen, they don't, as long as you win, they don't have to be the prettiest thing. You know, they, you, know you could look at teams that held on for – the Patriots held on for dear life and finally made a couple plays to win the AFC championship game. But they got dominated in the second half when the Chiefs finally woke up offensively. Anybody remembering that in Kansas City? No, they lost the game. True. So That's true. Yeah. It, it doesn't have to be the prettiest thing. Just Win. I know. Next week. I mean, just I, find a way to win. I hope we beat them by two touchdowns. <laughs> Let's head out to. We'll, we'll see. Houston, <laughs> Texas. Yeah. It's Joseph. It's CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Joe? Hey, guys. What's up? Good, Good morning. morning. Joe, what's up? Hey. Bro, why are you beating yourself up about your team? Man? I'm you worried. Stand fast. I know. I know I'm, you're worried. I'm worried, man. Look, I'm worried. Look, Taz. Yes. Look, man. I'm you got to have some faith. All right. I was born in Detroit, right? I've been a Lions fan my whole life. Very depressed. God bless you. You guys. know the deal. So okay. you understand, yeah. Joe. You get it. Yeah, but you, look, they, there's going to be somewhere that they're going to catch a scheme that they're, they're not suited for. They're going to lose one game this season. And I think they have an opportunity to actually win that game against the Pats. I, I'm going to take Buffalo and my points. And I'm gonna I'm gonna pray, all right. And I, I suggest you do the same thing, Joe. You hey, just I became my favorite caller. You just became I my did, favorite caller. You did. Hey, Whenever, anytime hey. you're putting money down and you're saying <laughs> I'm gonna pl- take Buffalo on the points and then pray, that's really not a great betting angle. <laughs> Somebody's got to beat them this year. That's what you are. You are Las Vegas's dream. Well, you. I, I am. But, but <laughs> I, I hope you're right, man. I hope you're right, Joe. Really, and, and I, I got, I got them winning, and, and, and I'm going to stand fast with my Patriots to, to win it all. I, like I said at the beginning of the season, and Texas was still my sleeper, and everybody's looking good. Uh, Wait, what about, Lions? what about the you Lions? You're a Detroit Lions, Lions fan. What about the yeah, Lions here, I mean, Joe? Stafford has not been sacked in the past two games, and that is that is amazing. So if they can just keep him upright, and some of them rookies step up and play ball. I think that they got a real opportunity to take that division. Now, they got Green Bay. Green Bay's always been that 70-yard pass from Rodgers to Rodgers in the fourth quarter, you know, decimates the Lions. If they can hold him down, I think that they got a good chance of going somewhere, too, this season, man. It's been a great season so, so far. So far it has. Hey, I, Marvin Jones I, Jr. had a great day for you guys yesterday, absolutely. by the way. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I, you know, I – I don't know what you're going to do with AB on your fantasy team, but uh, he's gone, bro. He's gone. I, I dropped him already. He's done. Yeah, I think yeah, he's yeah. him. I told Joe, you Friday the about the issues along that Eagle defensive line, and they've got massive issues. Chris Long retirement. They trade away Michael Bennett for a fifth round draft choice up to the New England Patriots because they didn't want to pay him. Um, and they're having issues getting after the quarterback, and that's creating problems down there in Philadelphia. Uh, the line for the Detroit Lions played very, very well yesterday, Taz. But that defensive front. 
for Philadelphia playing very underwhelming football right now, and they've got to get it going for Schwartz at that Eagle team. And Wentz is missing throws left and right as well. But the Lions are 2-0-1. There you go. Uh, for uh, Matt Patricia, year one was a disaster. Year two off to a nice start. All right, we got to get uh, we'll get the people on hold. We'll get to you on the other side of the break. You know, people want to talk about football. Yeah, uh, we'll Wolverine touch football. upon Michigan. Yes. What a disaster yeah. for, for the Michigan Wolverines. We'll get into that Badger as well. Uh, up at Camp Randall, they got ran over by the Wisconsin Badgers. That comes your way next. It's Taz and Moose on a Monday morning CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. All right, don't miss Spence Jr. vs. Porter, Saturday at 9 Eastern, 6 Pacific Order, now live on pay-per-view, also available on the Fox Sports app. Uh, we've talked a lot of football, a lot of NFL. Yes. Jeez, probably from the beginning of the show, so so much great stuff to talk about. Let's uh, go out to South Carolina and talk to James listening uh, on Sirius XM. James, you're on with Taz and the Moose. What's up? Hey, guys. How you doing this morning? What's going on, buddy? Um, first of all, man, I wouldn't worry about your bills. They won the games this year. They were supposed to win. True. Uh, true. true. Y'all true. got a good defense. Josh Allen is a lot better this year than he was last year. So y'all got an extra member of Bill's Mafia this weekend because, like <laughs> you, I'm a Patriot hater. Nice. <laughs> so... Uh, I, I hope the refs beat the Patriots, to be honest with you. Oh, bro, that would never happen. You know better than that. Oh, they love, they love them. I know it wouldn't, but it would be a national holiday if it ever happened. <laughs> Your lips to, to God's ears, man, no doubt. James, appreciate the call. I wish that would happen. <laughs> the refs, they love the Pats. Oh, my God, please. Don't touch Tom. Remember we talked about that? Who was that? The defensive lineman said he overheard. Yeah, linebacker for the Dolphins. Yeah, don't touch Tom. Uh, right. Don't hit Tom that was, yeah, we touched upon that last week. Yeah, um, yeah it will be a good one this week up in uh, Orchard yeah. Park as you guys, uh, I'm sure Bill's Mafia will be representing very, very well. Uh, Team that partying. didn't. You know, what's that? They'll be partying. Yes, I'm sure they will, <laughs> yeah. to say the very least. Yeah, right. uh, now, a team that didn't represent over the course of the weekend was, uh, you know, out to Ann Arbor, up in Camp Randall, I should say. Uh, was the Michigan Wolverines. Noon start on Saturday, and the blink of an eye, Jonathan Taylor and the boys from Wisconsin uh, just run a rough shot over the Michigan Wolverines and uh, down 28 nothing at one point in time. I mean, they get their doors blown off, does Michigan, as Wisconsin has themselves a game. And, you know, there, there's a lot of different levels to it. Certainly, you look at uh, Jim Harbaugh's record against top 10 teams, underwhelming. You look at what he was supposed to do, revitalizing that Michigan program, underwhelming. Uh, you look at what he's, uh, you know, making them kind of doing for Michigan, what <laughs> Nick Saban has done for Alabama, what Davo Sweeney has done for Clemson, and has not done that at all. Um, and they continue to they continue to underwhelm. They can't beat Ohio State. Saturday was an embarrassing performance at Wisconsin. And we talk about pressure on a coach. There's certainly pressure now on Jim Harbaugh as we mix a little college football into the conversation, Taz, and what he has done or has not done in Michigan. Yeah, I, I think it's just like stock rising, stop dro- stock dropping. I, I think Harbaugh's uh, stock has been dropping uh, rapido. Uh, with the Michigan Wolverines, for sure. I mean, they sit now two and one. Um, where the Badgers, Wisconsin, they're three and zero. And um, and you're right, Jonathan Taylor ran a mark over 200 yards. As you say, I mean, and, and I'm happy for the quarterback. I've mentioned his name before here. I know him. My son knows him, Jack Cohn, who's the quarterback for Wisconsin. 
Uh, Jack was 13 to 16, 128 yards. Um, you know, and and he's a hard worker. And he got a, a opportunity there. Jack did because Alex Hornibrook, as you know, Moose was the starter for two years, and then he transferred um, to Florida State. And then Jack stepped in. Alex Hornibrook was a year old, I believe. Then uh, Jack's a junior, and Alex Hornibrook's a senior. So anyway, um, the, that's not the topic. The topic is Harbaugh, right? So. Yeah, I think that uh, stock dropping rapidly, uh, Jim Harbaugh, I think this could be the last year he's coaching that team. I don't care what his contract is or what it is. That alumni, the money behind that program, behind that university, and behind Michigan football, they need to win. Uh, they need to win. They want to win. And look, um, I, Wisconsin at home's tough. Uh, Wisconsin went to the game, ranked 13th, where Michigan went to the game, ranked 11th. So they're both ranked and not just two big, you know, strong, powerful programs in the Big Ten, but nationally, I'm talking about. So, you know, uh, but it was a beating. It was a beating. And that's just more or less what most people talked about as far as the college football weekend was this beating the Badgers put on on the Wolverines. Yeah, it, it certainly was. And, um, you know, we'll see where the season does end up for Michigan, who are now, uh, you know, a 2-1 and one team. Um, they've got more important games up on the slate. Um, you know, maybe if he beats Ohio State, people forget about this game against Wisconsin. I'm surprised. I, I thought Harbaugh, not based on his success with the 49ers, but based on what he was able to do uh, with Stanford, um, and how he was able to do, I believe, uh, the college before that was at San Jose State, or I forget what the college was before remember, that, be uh, where he had uh, a, a lot of success. Um, I thought going to Michigan, understanding that program, understanding the Big Ten, um, I thought he would, and as good of an NFL coach as there was when he was coaching the San Francisco 49ers, I thought he'd have a lot more success than he's had. And it's not like they've had losing years they just have not won big games and have not well played well in some of these big games. There have been times they play close games and have lost those games, Taz, but ultimately I thought it was a home run hire by the Michigan Wolverines, and it hasn't been. Um, and it surprises me because I still think he's a really good head coach, but something's got our eye up there. And Saturday's performance was an eye-opening performance of uh, you know those that have and those that don't because it was uh, it was the slant, the field was slanted one way and that was toward Wisconsin. Uh, you're exactly right. And and look at if you look at Harbaugh and this Michigan team, look at they they played Army in the Big House at home the week prior and they won the game in two overtimes, twenty four to twenty one. That's Army. No disrespect to to the kids at the service academy and to these people that are going to defend Diego, our country. I'm sorry. Uh, you know, no no disrespect on them and and, and I I'll, I'll be the first one to tell you how tough the service academy programs are. Those ki- those those kids, those athletes are a different cut. They're going to defend our country. So they're a little bit different type of 18, 19 and 20 and 21 year olds that you have at Army, Navy and Air Force and stuff like that as far as sports goes. But I mean, you can't have and I think that game was in Michigan at the Big House. Um you can't take a, a Patriot League team like Army and have them take you to two overtimes and then you finally win the game and then you turn around, go on the road uh, to Camp Randall and get smoked by the Badgers and in conference beat down. You know what I mean? So I think they got Rutgers next. So, you know. Yeah, I mean, they do have Rutgers. Then it's Iowa, Illinois, Penn State, Notre Dame, uh, Michigan State, and then they close out the year at Ohio State a couple days after Thanksgiving on, on November the 30th. So, I mean, there's a lot more challenges ahead here for the oh. Michigan Wolverine program. <laughs> and you're right, two weeks ago they did struggle against Army at home. Um, you know, They're a difficult team to prepare for. Maybe that should have been a, a sign of things to come. Uh, but uh, you know, I did not expect – I liked Wisconsin to win on Saturday. 
Uh, I did not expect them to win in the style and fashion which they did. And if they continue to struggle, Taz, against not Rutgers this week, but Iowa, if they struggle at home against Iowa and lose Penn State on the road, yeah, Notre well. Dame at home, <laughs> Michigan State at home, Ohio State. I mean, they've got a lot of meaningful, impactful home games coming up ahead. Uh, you know, if they lose, you know, two or three of those, you know, you're right. Jim Harbaugh is probably going to be out at the end of the season. There's a great, you know, you know as well as me. There's a great chance. Three of those big home games against the Hawkeyes, against the Nittany Lions, against the Fighting Irish, they could definitely lose to two of those teams. That Notre Dame football team, I know they lost. They're a good team. Okay, yeah, they showed it on Saturday that's night. That's right. They're a real good team. And I was no joke. And these are all ranked. Okay, they're all ranked teams. So, you know, ranked in the top top fifteen. So, so uh, I, I could see Michigan losing two of those three home games against either Iowa, Penn State, and and Notre Dame. Yeah, for sure. and, and you'd like to know. You know, the the interesting thing from my perspective is, you know, I'd like to know where it's gonna rise. Um, you know, and I'm sure books will be written uh, when, if it should, if he should be ousted at the end of the season, if things do go poorly here, uh, why did it go so poorly? Um, where did he fail? What did he fail? Why didn't he build upon his success at Stanford in San Francisco with the 49ers? Is ultimately he was brought in to be the guy, the golden child for Michigan, been anything but. 855-212-4CBS. Taz Moose with you. Two hours down. We're taking it right up until 9. The 3 comes your way next right here on a Monday morning, CBS Sports Radio. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 